0: I speak in the name of the Father, Son and Holy Spirit, Amen. In our first reading we heard a cautionary tale in verse about one aspect of safety in the way it might confront someone in everyday life. Safety as we know is now part of the modern work environment and we see that at first hand right outside our door at the moment, men wearing helmets, goggles, ear defenders and gloves as appropriate to protect themselves as they walk to transform Woolbrook and our church. For we live in a potentially dangerous world and to survive unscathed safety is something that must necessarily be very much part of our lives, whether at work, at home or at play. Whether we walk, cycle or drive, we need to be constantly alert to keep ourselves and others safe. But this is not really what we are here to think about today because taking the word safety in a religious and theological context, our thoughts are much more about our spiritual safety than our physical security. And we see this explicitly in the words of the two hymns I carefully chose for today and beautifully sung to different tunes. Later this week, on Armistice Day and on Remembrance Sunday, the nation will again be commemorating those who have made the ultimate sacrifice. Christian soldiers, sailors, and airmen, fighting for right, fighting to maintain freedom. They carried the cross of Jesus with them, the example of sacrifice. And in past and present conflict, note they have had the full support of our Anglican church, which is not pacifist we are called to risk for Jesus Christ. And indeed, this was also the calculation made by Dietrich Bonhoeffer, a German Christian who clearly did not have primary concern for his own safety, seeking instead to do the will of God, to do what was right. Many have died or been martyred, as we know, in the unshakable belief that God was with them. And whilst all no doubt value their own lives, many cease to put thoughts of their personal physical safety first in their everyday jobs. We think particularly of police and firefighters or of surgeons like David Knott working to save lives in war-torn areas. Fortunately for the good of society over the ages, people have seen a cause greater than their own physical safety. So the notion of safety for Christians stretches well beyond our own personal security and well-being. We also wish, do we not, to be safe on the other side of the Jordan, on Canaan's side, safe in our own righteousness. And in the words of our second hymn, all my safety is in you, Lord. And for this trust, we first have to have faith. Matthew 16, verses 24 and 25, Jesus told his disciples, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Matthew also tells the story of the disciples being tossed about in a boat by an adverse wind and sea as they tried to cross a large lake. It was the darkest hour of the night. Jesus knew their trial was coming. He had let the disciples go out ahead for a while and face the danger as he also knew that their faith was still weak in the midst of this trial. So he came out to them walking on the water. What a sight. What an unmistakable demonstration of his power and dominion. But did the disciples then have the faith to emulate this act? Peter gamely tries but fails. He starts to sink. He still had insufficient faith that he too could do it. And when Jesus comes into our own personal scene, metaphorically walking on the circumstances that may be troubling us, he brings faith with him. He is our peace in the midst of the storm. We may not be able to stop the winds of adversity from blowing our own personal ship around, and we can't stop the waves from trying to drown us in sorrow, but Jesus can and he will. He will speak peace into our situation and the winds and waves will cease. All it takes in one word from the Lord and our adverse circumstances fall away and victory is born in our soul. Just as close as Jesus was to those disciples on the Sea of Galilee, he is as close to us too. God is our very present help in time of need. He will never forsake us or leave us. And with every temptation that comes to us, he will always find a way of escape. He will always supply our every need. And he will not let us stumble and fall for long. How do we know? Because the Bible tells us. And why? Because he loves us. This world of ours filled with sin will always be in a rage. Human nature unfortunately does not change. Nations will continue to rise against nations. Wars, fighting and competitive conflict continue to occur on every hand as much as they did in the time of the Old Testament prophets. We are required to live through very uncertain and insecure times. But God is with us and victory is already in our grasp. The worldly crowd outside might well rage against the truth of the word of God and against those who stand for the truth, but God is with us. And to quote a well-known song, we shall not be moved. We have nothing to fear. His angels are encamped all around us. God has come down to live in our hearts. The Lord of hosts is the one who set Israel free from Egypt's bondage. He is the God who brought water from the rock in the wilderness. He is the God that sent his only begotten son to die on a cross for you and for me. He is our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be his name, and we have nothing to fear. We are safe in his presence.